bickering and getting arguments. Uh, we know that at times they wrestled with being obedient to what God had called them to be. Yeah. He made it quite evident that they were a chosen people, uh -huh. a people set apart. And let's be honest, they wrestled with but we also see that with all the problems that they had, coming out of slavery, out of Egypt, all the struggles that were before, the group that we see now still had a hope in the promise that God had given to the whole Yeah, yeah. 40, 40 years of when I think about it, and again, I've only been here for guess, six weeks or so, five weeks now. I, I think, and, and I know that many of you all, you all have a frame of reference that I don't. But when I think about it, and, and I've heard some of the stories, and I've read some of the history, a cedar top has had an experience. Yeah. I know. Last few years, they all would think, all right, I know there's been some wandering at some time. I know there's been some bickering. I know there's been some interactions that have not been that blessed. All right. That comes with every church. Yeah. But just like the, the people of Israel, I believe that Secret Time Man is on the cusp all right. of what God has promised us. Yeah. I mean, can't you see? The Israel nation right now is on the brink of going into the promised land. All right. The land that, that God had promised them. Amen. That's right. Can't you see Cedar Top as we now enter into, into the month of August? Yeah. Yes. Preparing to go into new territory. Yeah. We, we look, preferably you'll be here with us. But on Sunday, we're, we're looking at Celebrates 150 years. Not the smartest in the world, but I subtract 2019 from 100, I subtract 150 from 219, it, it takes me to an interesting period in America. 1869, I believe, that's four years or so removed from the Civil War. Yeah. Yet, see the top. It's right there. I think about the Plessy B. Ferguson, if you're a history person, 1896, which legalized segregation. See the top. Right. Right here. I think about an, an interesting era in, in America. The Jim Crow era, the Reconstruction era, yeah. Yet Cedar Top, Cedar Top right, right there. Yeah. I think about, and, and, and many historians they use 1954 as the start of the Civil Rights era, and so we'll go with that. When you look at Cedar Top, right. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? I, I'm saying that, that as we prepare for this new season, God has been awfully good. Yeah. Okay. 
a miracle. The Jordan, and, and we're in a season of flood, you just don't have the river, you have the land. So what I'm saying, I'm saying from a horrible viewpoint, two million or so people should not have been able to cross the Jordan River. What God does is he stops flowing and he dams up the water. It allows the people of Israel to go from the wilderness to the promise. Yes, yes. He said, Joshua, I don't want you just to do that. He said, I want you to get the people across. But I want you to take 12 representatives, the 12 representatives of the tribes of Israel. I want you to take 12 people. And I want you to instruct them to get a stone piece out of that Jordan. Yeah. They take the stones and they set them up in the cave. As a memorial. To what God is doing His work for the What these stones say, stones. I believe that God today is, is calling us in the sense of will to pick up Jesus. He's calling us to, to leave a legacy right here. Right. I mean, we're, we're of age now, and we've watched those before us. They, they, they've worked in the vineyard. They've done all they could. Now, the time is right here before us. All right. So excuses. Yeah. We hear about resources. Now, we hear about who's working and who's not working. But God blessed us. Yeah. Whoever's going to work is going to work. Yeah. God is going to multiply and stay. Yeah. All right. Stones, stones. Uh -huh. He says, Joshua, he says, Joshua, what I want out of these stones? I, I want you to set these stones up and get it. Yeah. A pretty good sized stone. He said, I want you to set these stones up. And then when people see the generation to come, I want you to be able to tell us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just stones there to be stones. Right. It's stones with a purpose. Oh, yeah. stones that tell a story. Tell them that you did. Yeah. What a power. Power. And so, what should our, what should our stones today say to them? Generations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What should our work, what should our legacy say to those who come up behind us? Yeah. We hear the voices right now. I mean, literally right now. He's all right. He's right there. Yeah. We hear the voices of those that one day will ask. Well, yeah. Feel that. Hey, what is this platform? What is this pew? So prayerfully, if your God has promised me, it will say at least, at least three things. Stones, they talk. Yeah. 
I believe our students would first say that, that we have a hope and trust in God. Yeah. A hope and trust. When you look at these people, and, and again, we, we understand that the Israel nation is Look at Judges and understand it goes, he continues to go back and forth. They were never a perfect people. They still are not a perfect people. But we understand that they're the group that we have right now, they had a hope. They had a trust in the promises that God had given them. But we, we recognize that there were, uh, uh, before this, uh, some 40 years before this, that you, that you had some. Some issues with their parents. That's right. They left. They left Egypt. They were. They were destined to go right into the into the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Because they lacked the faith to trust God. Yeah. They wanted. Right. I, 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 I'm I'm reminded of, of uh, twelve spies. Wow. Only only two of them. Had the report that God had prepared the land for the people. I'm reminded that, that, that the, the others were murmuring. Yeah. And although God had promised it to us, there's giants in the land. Yeah. Because of their unfaith, uh-huh. because they lacked the faith that the God needed them to have, they would be the proper representative of the people of God. None of them will get the opportunity to go to the promised land. Say, verse 2, Joshua. And so we see these right here that are preparing to go in, they, they got to trust in God. They got to trust in His promises. And see the top, I'm here to tell you that if we're going to do what God has called us to do, we've got to have trust. Yes. So we got to have it in spite of yeah. mm-hmm. in spite of what the ledger may say, in spite of some financial hurdles, in spite of some past stuff, in spite of that, you gotta believe that God has put some stuff together that we may go into this promised land. Yeah. All right. I mean, if our children, they don't say anything about us. 10, 15, 20 years, 35 years from now, they should be able to say that Mama and Daddy, they trusted him. And I watched them. And I watched them with the older folks in the church. They weren't perfect, but I watched them trust God. Look, it's something when folks know that you you got some struggles. You can still come in here with a smile on your face. Look, I told you, I told you. Look, look, you should get to the point sometimes you just, you just, in spite of what may be going on, you should just come in here with a smile. I told him, come in here with a trophy. Yeah. First place trophy. And somebody asked you what you got a trophy for, tell them that you
constantly had God talking to Joshua. And then we had Joshua talking to the people. But more importantly, we had Joshua being obedient. And we had the people being obedient. First, your leadership should be in place. Right. And be hearing from God. Look, if you don't do anything during the week, you should be praying for me. Right. You should be praying and checking on me. Look, if I'm not right, uh, uh, I'm not right. Joshua was, was obedient, but God, he recognized how important it was that he was. Of course, he watches. He watches the protege. He knew, he knew the benefits of hearing from God and being obedient. And we've got to understand the importance of being obedient to what God has called us to do. When, when I read this, it's, it's, it's so interesting. Joshua gets the message from God. The people get the message from Joshua by way of and they act. He said, get 12 stones. I don't see anything in scripture that said Joshua asked me to get 14. <laughs> he said, get 12 stones that, that, that represent each tribe of the Israel nation. Joshua could have said, you know what, I, I've got two more folks that I think are ready for leadership. So let me get 15 stones. Let me get 14 stones. He said, no. It's not 12 stones. Get them out of the river. Some of us would have said, you sure you want stone out of the river? What about fish? <laughs> what about something else that we can do? No, get 12 stones out of the Jordan. What am I saying? I'm saying, the Lord has called many of us to get some stones. 
we're still trying to figure out does it mean big stones, does it mean little stones, right. trees, <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you think Look, he told some of us to get out of the relationship. He told some of us to get married. But he told some of us to do this with our children and do that with our children. He told some of us to be more serious about our study. He told some of he told all of us to be more serious about our prayer life. Right. He said, be okay. He said, do what I called you, what I asked you to do. Yeah. And then of us said, when I go into the promise land, you haven't done what I told you to do. Now I'm ready for my, I'm ready for my blessing. I'm ready for the overflow. Use me. And he said, you have to judge that All right. To me, all of us were upset with God, mad at God. He blessed us. And he blessed that. It's for us to pick up the the same word. Joshua, get 12 stones out of the Jordan River. This is enough. But they had to carry the stones on their shoulders. See, some of us won't get our blessings because we don't want to work. That's not even my numbers. That's not on my tablet. That's that shit. Some of us don't want to. We don't want to be obedient. We don't want to work in. But we want the we want the blessing. We want to be in the promised land. What mean you? The stones. The stones should say that we had a hope and trust in God. The stones should say that we are obedient. And then finally, our stone should say that there was a victory in the Again, and it came to pass that all the people had completely crossed over. Slavery, coming out of Egypt, wandering, dying, and now a, a river that's flooding. With all that, that was enough to, to stop it. With all that we got to do in the next week, in the next two weeks, all that we've got to do in the next year, in the next three, four years, and this and that, there's enough to, to stop us and keep us from coming to this place ever again. With the obstacles that we've had in the past, there's enough to shut these lights off and All right. stay on home and watch the old things. Right. But when you think about the victories, God has seen through this church. Yes. The victories that God has seen through your household. Yes. 
Jordan River, in order for almost two million, we're good Bible students, I believe the numbers is in numbers we've got six hundred thousand or so. You get more work, come back to me if I'm wrong. Tell me. But you've got six hundred thousand or so men. And so theologians, when you throw in women and children, they're saying now it's about two billion or so. In order for those two billion to cross over the Jordan River, the Jordan River had to be dammed almost 15 miles. And when they cross over, they cross over on dry, dry land. There's there's so much right now that's saying I don't I don't see God working miracles in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> you right here on dry ground. All right. Look, I, I just believe we do a better job of journaling and writing down experiences on a daily basis, and we get a better picture of the miracles that are before us right here. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe as a church, we need to take about 30 days. Right down every day throughout the day. Throughout a 24-hour period. God moved it in our lives. Let me let me help you out. Maybe somebody right now saying, I don't know why. I don't know why. So, so let me give you a good start. If you've got your journal in front of you, let me get you look. You woke me up. Alright. <laughs> he woke me up yeah. this morning. Started me on my way. He said, I don't have any victory. You're here right now. Alright. You can't do anything else, Dan. He got me up this morning. Yes. Need to worry about. We got food and 
and, and fires and all this stuff. We've got uh, 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 Jericho that's coming up. We've got to conquer all these lands. Shouldn't we be doing some other stuff? Some, some army exercises or something? Getting troops together? So no, the first thing you want to do is get some and not only you, you're going to send these stones. And the folks come around, the children's children come around. You can tell it's God who gave us strength for us to make But our children's children come down, Scotch. And their children come down, Scotch.
promised land. This promised land. That's, that's, this promised land. I just sit in anticipation. And one day, when we get a chance to tell us, oh, folks, I say, I love to tell this. Yo! Yeah. Stone, stone. Get the deacons. 